This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. This program is kindly sponsored by Chantel Schult Napier. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Food for Life, and it's my pleasure as always. And for the first time this year to have on the phone Heather Barrow from Food for Life. Happy New Year to you, Heather. A very happy New Year to you too, Ken. And as we record this program, the first month has nearly gone anyway. Can you believe it? Yep. At the blink of an eye, January is almost going to be behind us. It's going quick. Which is a great segue into what we're going to talk about today, which is sort of like almost like a new you. You and your husband are doing what to bring in the new year? So we're doing a bit of a cleanse. Um, some might want to call it a detox. I kind of call it, a, you know, a challenge in the way that we're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good once a year to to stop and to think about the body and take focus and and kind of support the body and the in, insides of the body because obviously it's, it's working so hard for you every day and um, sometimes you just need to give it a good clean out. Yeah. I wonder though, I mean, someone like yourself, you are a nutritionist, you are heavily into exercise and looking after your body and you take a, a big note of what you put into your mouth and what you're eating and whatnot. So why do, why do people like yourself, for instance, need a detox? I can understand why I might want to have a detox because I'm a, a pie and chips guy, but why do you need one? Oh, well, I had some chips. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not uh, the holiest here in the way I eat. I mean, the, over the holidays, we had all sorts of stuff we don't normally eat. Um, maybe we, we had a little bit, you know, more wine. And I just think, you know, it, it's a great time to do it after the holidays when, you know, you've consumed a bit much. Um, maybe you're starting to notice different signs that you need a detox in the body. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Yep. You know, people that are listening will... How do I know if I need a detox? Yes. You know, I eat pretty healthy. You know, what, what do I look out for? So what are some of the signs that you need a detox? Well, I think the biggest one is um, constantly experiencing fatigue. Mm-hmm. So if you're so fatigued that it's really affecting your everyday life, um, there's something going on. So I always tell my clients, we eat to nourish and feed ourselves. We're cellular beings. And when the cells are fed properly, um, nutrients, vitamins and minerals, hopefully from food that we're eating from healthy soil. The body feels good. You have good energy, skin good, hormones balanced, etc. Now, there are a few factors like stress levels and all that, environmental. But pretty much, if you eat to feed yourself, you should be feeling great, you know, good energy. Um, but if you're feel- experiencing fatigue a lot, there's something going on. Your cells aren't being fed. Um, there could be something going on in your gut. Obviously, it could be a combination of what you're eating and your gut health as well. So I think being tired is a big one um, that, yeah, you, it's time for a detox. And when you say those foods, so what you're talking about is you know, we need to eat lots of antioxidant-rich foods. What might they be? Sorry, you say we need to eat lots of antioxidant-rich foods? Yeah, is that right? Oh, well, that's just one part of it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Pretty much what we're doing, and I wanted to talk about some other signs to look for for a detox, yep. but what we've decided to do, uh, my husband and I, is just to eliminate the foods that could be negatively impacting our health. So um, things such as foods that uh, are common food sensitivities that I see, so such as gluten and dairy, 
um, foods that are difficult to digest, which means a lot of processed and refined foods. Um, our bodies aren't meant to uh, break those down very well. Um, so foods that are difficult to digest. And then liver loaders. So, you know, your liver is your biggest filtration organ. So it's good to really look at um, removing those for a period of a detox. So the number one, obviously everyone knows that, is alcohol. Yep. So you take a break off your biggest liver loader. Number two would probably be sugar. So mm -hmm. for us, we're not eating any added sugar, only natural sugars. You need to be wary um, of that, though, as well, don't you? Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, so pretty much for us, you know, we've been doing this a week now. We're going to do it a month. My last uh, grocery shop, it was pretty much all whole foods. So nothing that's been um, changed in any way. So, like, snack foods, olives, pickles. Sorry, we did buy um, seed crackers. So, but look at the ingredients. Can you pronounce them? Do you know what yes. they are? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. So, pretty much, that, that's the plan for 30 days. Um, you know, I, I challenge people out there to try and do it 30-day summer challenge. Um, it's kind of a food experiment um, to see how you feel. Um, some other signs, though. You know, what? A, okay, I'm fatigued, but is there any other signs that I might need a detox? Um, are you craving certain foods? Do you, throughout the day, say, oh, I, just, I really want some sugar or I really want more cheese? You know, is there a certain food that you're really craving? So food cravings in that form can mean you need a detox. How do you eliminate um, the craving, though? I mean, uh, you might say you might say to me, oh, well, um, when I say, geez, I love a sausage roll, you say, well, have a, have a carrot. That doesn't really do it, though, does it? How do, how do you get your head around those cravings, it's particularly in the short term? Well, good question. So, first of all, don't have it in the house. So that's what we did. We got rid of any, any temptation. Mm -hmm. um, and to once you get into the plan, believe it or not, you get over those cravings. Yes. But it's like you have to get over that hump. So a, a change takes place in the body, in the gut, which also impacts the brain. And, and what you're craving. So this week, I, I blew my back out. I've never done it before. Picked up my daughter, blew out my back. I was in so much pain. And I was only a few days into the detox. And I said to my husband, oh, my gosh, all I want is some chocolate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can I have some chocolate? I'm in pain. I just want this comfort food. And he said, no, we're doing this detox. So I didn't have any. Um, and now, honestly, my back... My back's better, but still, it's been painful, and I'm not I'm not craving that chocolate. That's great. But you have to get through the hump. Yeah. What happens um, at the end of that, though? At the end of the 30 days? Yep. Oh, well, you're, you're jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you, keep, you keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, another sign you need to detox. Are you having issues sleeping? Yes, there could be a, a, other things going on, but... If you, you know, you wake up a lot, if you wake up between 2 and 4 a.m., that's a sign of liver stagnation. If you wake up feeling um, hot, particularly in your feet, um, that can mean your body needs a detox. Again, signs of liver stagnation. Remember, your liver is working the hardest for you. Um, it's your biggest filtration organ, and you got to give it some love sometimes. So trouble sleeping, um, digestive issues, you're getting constant reflux, maybe heartburn. Um, that can be another sign. Um, recurring headaches, yep. skin, 
like if you're, you notice your skin is breaking out with a lot of pimples or rashes even. Um, if you have autoimmune conditions, it's particularly good to do a bit of a cleanse mm-hmm. because, again, with autoimmunity, uh, the gut is a big focus. Um, as it as it normally is, um, and with this particular cleanse, we're eliminating foods that negatively impact our health. So inflammatory foods, and with autoimmune conditions, you definitely want to be removing anything inflammatory. So those are just some warning signs. Hey, maybe I should try and do this food challenge detox. Yeah, good idea. And um, you've been a, a week. Are you already feeling better? Oh, ten! I can't even begin to tell you. So one weekend, I I only weighed myself halfway through, and of course, yes, weight loss usually occurs, and I'm not I'm not like focusing on that at all. But a couple of days in, I lost 0.8 kilos. Wow. My husband lost two kilos. Crikey! Um, and I, I expect that to continue. So I can I can feel the I can feel that I've lost weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I have more energy throughout the day. It's a lot. My mood's a lot more even. Um. I think the energy is the main one that I've noticed a change in. I was sleeping pretty good beforehand, so and my skin was pretty good. I take that back. I've been experiencing rosacea since after having my um, my baby, who's now 14 months. I've noticed my rosacea is starting to clear, and I've been going to a skin clinic for months now. And there hasn't been much of a change, but now that I'm doing this cleanse, my rosacea is starting to clear. So what are some of the things that you just 100% take out of your eating regime altogether, particularly when you're considering you're doing it for a month? So what are some of the things that are absolute no-no? Okay, so the number one is alcohol. Yeah. So eliminate all, all of that. Number two would be sugar. So um, fruit is, is fine on this plan. Um, I'm not having any more than probably two, maximum three pieces a day. Mm-hmm. So nat- natural sugars. Um, but nothing added, so no muesli bars, ice cream, lollies, biscuits. That's all gone. Yep. Um, number three would probably be gluten. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why gluten is because gluten can be very inflammatory in the body if you eat too much of it, um, and a lot of people react to the gliadin and gluten. Um, so all gluten's out, so no pasta, um, bread. That's glutinous, of course. Mm-hmm. So you can have pasta and bread that's non-gluten or, you know, made from buckwheat, which is a bit healthier. Um, the next one would probably be dairy. So no, no cheese, um, cream, cottage cheese, Parmesan, anything like that. Um, and I'm still eating legumes. Some people will cut that out just because um, legumes, so beans and peas, are high FODMAP foods, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother show. But FODMAP stands for fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. I know. very. I don't even say it very often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much these are certain foods, such as beans and peas, are the highest ones. Yeah. That um, if you, a lot of people have, fermenting bacteria in the gut. So Mm -hmm. if they eat those foods, it causes gas and pain, bloating, um, bowel issues such as diarrhea and constipation. So they find it very hard to break down. Um, So uh, a lot of people can eliminate these uh, as well on the plan. What about salt? Salt? Um, 
I love my salt, um, so that's, that's no reason to get rid of that. We need, you know, a certain amount of salt in the body. Um, you know, if, you, if you're adding too much salt, you, you'll know because you're, you're thirsty all the time and you've got elevated blood pressure. Um, but salt's important in the body, so. Yeah. What about meat? Can you eat meat during this sort of thing? Sure can, yep. So uh, we, we are eating a little bit more of the lean, leaner meat. So red meat um, is the hardest to digest. But, um, you know, unless you're a lot older and, you know, your, your digestive system's not working as well, it's fine to have meat. Um, some people might want to do this and say, I'm going to cut out meat just mm-hmm. because it, it's acidic. Um, and I want, you know, to try and alkalize when I do this diet. Um, so it, it's really up to the individual. But you could cut out meat. Yeah. Would you, would you recommend eating more meals a day, albeit smaller ones, uh, because I would guess if you're just going to go cold, cold turkey and what you've been doing for all year, and then you say, okay, well, I'm going to uh, adopt this eating regime for the next 30 days, uh, and we would normally have three meals a day. Would you recommend making that, I don't know, maybe three or four or five meals a day, or just, just stick with your, reg, uh, your regular routine? Um, I, I would say stick with your regular routine. Um, you know, it's also good, you know, when you eat small meals throughout the day, sometimes your digestive system doesn't get to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might need to do that if they have blood sugar irregularities. You know, they need to keep keep those small meals coming. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, we have three meals and, a, and usually a snack in the afternoon. Um, and I'm finding one other thing, even a week in, is that I'm less hungry. Yep. So I'm eating less and I'm not having those cravings and I'm not as hungry. So my dinner, I'm actually... You know, once again, amazed, I remind myself of this every year, that I'm satisfied off a much smaller amount. Yeah. What because ab- I'm also eating more fiber, which is, is more filling. Yeah. What about your exercise regime during this time? Would you recommend increasing that? Or, well, some people probably would think, well, oh, I might, must start exercising. That might be a bonus as well. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, this isn't um, – there's other detoxes that are much more – um, intensive that I would recommend not doing any heavy exercise, but something like this, absolutely, you can keep up your regular exercise schedule. Um, I personally haven't because I injured my back, but um, if not, you know, I'd be uh, back to teaching my fitness classes and maybe going for a run or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you'll find you have more energy and you want to do that anyway. We've spoken in the past about uh, fasting um, food regimes. Uh, well, you know, every couple of days a week or whatever, we, we, we fast or we fast during certain hours. I wonder with a detox or a cleanse, are we better to approach it from the point of view that you are, that you're detoxing or cleansing for a whole month? Might we be better off to do it one day a week every week and just make that part of our living? Um, yes, you sure can. Um, I think you know, there's some challenges with that because obviously if you're doing it one day a week um, in your household, you're going to have those other tempting foods right there. Um, um, And two, you know, if I think by doing it consistently, you know, for a period of time, you start to reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, you start to realize um, I am having more energy or um, I am starting to, my food cravings are starting to reduce. Um, I want less food. I'm actually starting to crave more of this food, which is a healthier food. So I think 
consistency doing it is great. But there are some people that do choose one to, you know, one day a week yeah. to fast completely or, um, or yeah, maybe do something like this. And I say, good on them. You know, that's great. I think those people that do that, I think, are already very probably quite healthy. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Now, you've been around the nutrition uh, business for many, many years, and uh, you're heavily involved in exercise as well. What's your experience with people who do the month? Is it that they then think, wow, this is pretty good, I'm going to carry on? Or is it like some uh, fad diets where you do for a month and think, oh, my God, thank God that's over, I'm going to get back to normal? Yeah, I think so, because it's like a reset. It's a reset for your gut, um, which resets your brain. Um, So I think you're not the same you know, inside and, mm-hmm. you know, chemically in your brain on the other end of this as you were before you started. Um, so it will, it will change, you know, your food, um, your food eating patterns and, you know, what your, your body's telling your brain that you want to eat. Yeah. Look, we're just about out of time. I just wonder if you, just, just to recap on what we've talked about today, what would be your top three tips to someone listening to this program who's never thought about doing a detox or a cleanse before? What, how would you get them, how would you get them going? Well, first thing I would say is start drinking more water. So remember, we need 30 milliliters of water per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh 70 kilos, that's about two liters a day. So um, don't wait till you're thirsty. You're already dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Start drinking more water. Start reducing um, your added sugars. Um, and then start increasing your, your above-ground vegetables. Um, so those are really high in phytonutrients and fiber, and that's going to start to make some some changes in the body. Good on you, Heather. If we need any help getting started, how do we do that? How do we get hold of you? Sure. Um, well, my website is foodforlife.co.nz. Um, my number is 027-812-5071. Or you can email me at heather at foodforlife.co.nz. Good on you, Heather. My pleasure, as always. You look after yourself. We'll talk at the same time, same place next month. Thanks, Ken. You too. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, Ken. Yeah.
that's the way you do it. Get your money for nothing if your checks are free. We got to install microwave oven, custom kitchen delivery. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Money for nothing. This program is kindly sponsored by Chantel's shop, Napier. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.